Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. Oh, I forgot to do the laughs and the... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we're tired. We're both fresh out of bed. We're, we're doing a lot of sacrificing for you folks, so I hope you appreciate it. Oh, it's going to be a rough one. I can already, <laughs> I can already tell this is a really rough beginning. Um, all right. Well, let's hop into it. Uh, I want to I talk about something personal first. Okay. Um, I hate the word girlfriend. Okay. I think that once you're out of your 20s, <laughs> you should yeah. stop using it. Right. So I like the term partner. She's not my special lady, man. <laughs> She's not my, fu- my fucking lady friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dan Benjamin loves to say that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. In, in fact, uh, for years, he would... He would text, how's your special lady? And I would say, oh, she's good. And like, he's like, no, idiot. I'm trying. But like, for years, I would never get it. She's not my fuck. She's, she's my lady friend. Uh, so I say partner a lot. And I want to tell you, I'm four for four on the last four jobs because I use the term partner of uh, people thinking I'm gay. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can't use that term. Oh, no, told- I, I work with actually a lot of people who also uh, prefer to use the term partner for... Yeah. Like they're hetero, ah, you know, regular. Sure. It's just like, it's just a good catch all. It's like y'all for relationships. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I like it. Yeah. It's like but, norm- normalize its use. <laughs> but, but like, he- here's where I get upset. When people think I'm gay, the sassiness is really endearing. <laughs> but when they find out I'm heterosexual, um, unfortunately, it's like, oh, he's an asshole. <laughs> and it's like an immediate changeover. It's like immediately like, Okay, now we're going to call you out for everything you say. And I'm like, boy, like the exchange of privilege is uh, f- fair. It's <laughs> yeah. fair. Like, you know, like my, my rights are never under threat, uh, but you guys get to say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just, I thought it was, I was texting, texting my girlfriend. Uh, and it was just like uh, four for four. <laughs> and she's like, you like it. I'm like, I do like it. <laughs> I do like it. I like the air of mystery. Uh <laughs> Anyway, I thought that was really funny. I wanted yeah. to share that anecdote. <laughs> right, let's do the show. Hi, Dan. All right, uh, let's do. Some, we have a review. Hey, uh, this is my favorite review ever because it's not on like a review app. <laughs> this is um awesome. So uh, the person from Map Three Hundred and Sixty who often does uh, uh our I'm not going to name them because they didn't give me permission, but they often uh give us mm. our, our giveaways. Yeah, I don't have that pulled up. Um, uh, reached out, I guess, because they they like our podcast. Hey, and we're always asking for reviews. Like, okay, I'll write your review, but they emailed it, and I love that. And I thought it was right. <laughs> yeah. so. Thank you. You know who you are. Uh, I'm gonna read it. it. Says, "Hey, Keith and Dan, I love your podcast. I love you and Dan. Hey, you guys crack me up. And fuck you. <laughs> Interjections are legendary. Love it. Also, I love your loyal fans. And I just wrote hippie hater." <laughs> Look, we have at least three. <laughs> Hippie Hater's just the captain. <laughs> I love this podcast and also tell everyone um, at the, the place that we often get our mm. reviews from uh, that, that she work, uh, they work with. Uh, they love it. So Word. I appreciate it. Thank awesome. you. You know who you are. Thank you. I don't know <laughs> if it's a conflict of interest to say your name, so I'm not going to. There we go. All right. So good. A review. Not Been necessarily nice. one that 
counts counts on iTunes, but you know who the fuck uses iTunes anymore? Yeah, right. Well, that's that's not even a thing. It's just podcasts. <laughs> I used to be like an iTunes stand for the longest ass time. Were you? And then would you switch to built a? Uh, um, I just stopped fucking having maintaining a music library on a computer anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, sure. I got a, a PC a while back when I built my uh, audio workstation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just started using the uh, pocket casts app on my phone and i was mm-hmm. like i don't have any use for itunes anymore sure which is now separated into like a music app and a podcast app and all this i'm like uh-huh. i don't i'm just i've gotten used to not using it um so let me tell you about what a stupid bitch i am <laughs> here's what a stupid are bitch you I am. a stupid <laughs> bitch yeah. Yeah. so all right so <laughs> You know, I got a new car, uh-huh. and then you gave me a USB stick with, like, a bunch of shit that you thought yeah. I would like, right? So now uh-huh. I've got... And, like, this is, like, technology from 15 years ago. I'm so excited. Like, oh, oh yeah. Was... And songs. So, <laughs> from songs 15 years, years ago. So I'm getting at is, like, I stumbled upon something you put on there called Buzz Cuts. Yeah. Which is... I like to call it... I think Buzz Cuts is jock jams for douchebags that will not get laid. Uh, <laughs> yes it's it's all these early 2000s um oh yeah it's what people in metal. austin refer to as bro rock oh 100 <laughs> percent. that a lot of them do not enjoy and i love so <laughs> buzz cuts is buzz cuts is now what that's what i call music for anyone who <laughs> Has the potential to be canceled for things they put on social media in their past. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, no matter how much we evolve and change, we all, you know, have a, have a past. And this is that. But I've just been like, every song I'm like, this is a fucking banger. And I'm just, uh, I'm like. Guys, it's, it's for guys who wanted to uh, have frosted tips in the late 90s. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so now I work for a company doing, um, you know, logistics and supports for Mm -hmm. uh part of what this company does is throw the largest music festival in the world yes which i was not (laughs) sure that it was and then i looked on wikipedia and sure enough it's the largest music festival in the world god damn uh yeah and i'm like i have to remember (laughs) to pull this usb stick out of the car every time because if i ever go somewhere with my coworkers and the music starts playing i will be so fucking embarrassed Like, we're talking, like, the cultural trendsetters that, again, pick what music is going to play at the largest, most important, like, one of the festivals that introduced Lizzo to the world. And here I am, you know, like, can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? I didn't mean to call you that. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, at least he was apologizing at the time. Sure. (laughs) He didn't wait for it to come out later. Sure. Not a not a big theme with that group of people. Uh, how the fuck did we get on this topic? How did I get here? Oh man, where was I going um, with this? I have nothing in my notes sure. about this. I just went <laughs> aggressively meandering. Yeah, all right, we're sleepy. We gotta we gotta not record immediately after waking up from yeah. naps. Okay, all right. Um, hey, damn! What's the number one movie in America? Oh fuck. Um, <laughs> 
I mean, you. it's Wakanda forever. It is, of course. <laughs> Wakanda forever. As, as I bring up the rest of my notes. <laughs> 181.3 million dollars. Boy, was it a banger. We're going to talk more about it in a oh, second. Oh, damn. That's like Force Awakens numbers. It is big money. Number two movie in America is... Black Adam still. Correct. Black yeah. Adam, 8.1 million dollars. Number three. Um, the one with the weird name that came out last week. Wild Wild Crocodile. Oh, no, no, no. You're no. no, that one's fine. No, that one's right. Ticket uh, to Paradise, 5.9. I actually had Ticket to Paradise written down, as and what? I figured it was as number three. That was number <laughs> that three. That was from uh, was my notes from last week. Uh, <laughs> number four? Uh, I'll just do what I had last week. Smile. And that's number five. Oh. Number four? I'm guessing Lyle Crocodile. <laughs> I don't think you'd have remembered that title if you weren't looking at it. That's fucking accurate. <laughs> accurate. All right, um... I'm going to make an executive decision about this show. Okay. This is this is a really, really big announcement. I said we were going to keep it a secret. I've decided not to keep it a secret. Okay. <laughs> uh, over the Christmas break mm-hmm. that most people get, uh, me and you are going to watch Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Because <laughs> I rewatched the trailer, and I cannot understand why Heavy Hater wants us to watch this movie. I cannot. It is... It's like a weird. Uh, <laughs> we made sure it's like the right version. They didn't like make re- do a remake or something. This is the version <laughs> we're watching, the one that went on Peacock. But like, it looks like if you put The Devil Wears Prada and My Fair Lady in a blender. <laughs> and I cannot. I'm just like, look. I'm all for expanding horizons. It just does not seem like something that I would have guessed Hippie Hater would like. But maybe he doesn't like it, and that's why. Well, anyway, we're gonna give an honest <laughs> review. Whether we love this movie. Or I hate it utterly. <laughs> yeah. And it's gonna be it's gonna be our dumbest in depth review of all time because <laughs> I didn't even know this film existed. But obviously Hippie Hater is the captain of the people that listen to this show. Mm-hmm. And it's a request, and we're gonna we're gonna do it. So you you win. You win, Hippie Hater. <laughs> yeah. You win. We're gonna fucking watch it. Um now, moving on to real news, mm-hmm. we're going to do a review of Wakanda Forever. So, hey. if you at home have not watched Wakanda Forever, this is the time to pause the show. And I'm going to give you a second while we <laughs> get meandering and aggressive. Word. Because um, I don't want to ruin anything, and there's some really big surprises. So, mm-hmm. this is your time to pause. Probably not as many as you think that they're supposed to right. be, depending on... <laughs> if you watch new rock stars or not yeah right <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and guess skip ahead th- three four minutes in the show where uh we're gonna do this real quick where? Uh, so here we go here's your spoilers that's a good movie yeah, yeah i really Di- like it didn't blow my tits off um i cried a lot i, I did, did not i did not prepare myself with uh as many uh wiping of the nose implements that i should have sure yeah it's sleeves it's fine <laughs> yeah. um yeah i mean i feel like i don't like celebrity deaths but like they they never really really affect me that much yeah no it's not the specific person it's just it's more of the the, sadness and the funeral yeah the the general like the people left behind kind of thing sure sure Um, uh i I loved it uh i did not expect to see val julia louis dreyfus yeah glad to see her uh, I did not know that she was going to be Everett Ross's ex. I like your theory <laughs> about what she actually mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I think maybe that she got replaced by a scroll, and that's when their like marriage fell apart, and then she used the uh, not being attached to another person to like climb the ranks. Yeah, and like start fuckery behind the scenes. She is um, pithy like a scroll. 
because she's basically what head of the CIA. Yeah, director now. of the CIA. Yeah, which I didn't. I I wouldn't think that. And I said this. I don't think the CIA would have anything to do with like superhero affairs. But in a post blip world, mm. maybe the CIA has just completely changed like their directive and stuff. Because if I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like CIA. If they do have operatives, they don't work on American soil. Yeah, I've been listening to a bunch of uh, Behind the Bastards episodes about the CIA and them totally working on U.S. soil. All right, well, fucking <laughs> Like, the whole uh, MK Ultra oh, thing. Right, right, they, right. they just did, like, a four-part <laughs> a series All on right. that. And, like, it's entirely on U.S. soil. Right. <laughs> Again, uh, not supposed to have done it. Sure, but... It was super illegal for them to do it, uh, but... <laughs> great to see Killmonger again. Yeah. So I was not expecting that. Yeah, that was the one I, I sort of expected the least. I was like, nah, he's, he's he's moved dead. on from the yeah, his character is gone. Like, dead. yeah, totally makes sense though. And you know, there's something else I want to point out. Like now that we've seen um, Valhalla and like uh, the Wakanda, there's so many afterlifes. Mm-hmm. There's so many gods and there's so many afterlifes. Yep. Well, and they um they even sort of mentioned it in Moon Knight where mm-hmm. the uh the hippo goddess was like, Oh yeah, and like there's the Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, the um was the the ancestral plane, like, oh that's yeah. a beautiful place. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they're all sort of tangentially connected to each other. Right. So yeah, uh I I I think that Namor is hard for me to identify with as a character because I don't mm-hmm. understand any of his decisions from decision one to decision two. He seems very. We, we come from colonizers, so sure. sure. Uh, actually, you know what? I, I read a whole article about a uh, bald-headed demon was an improvision. Yeah, I like yes, that. Winston Duke. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember during that line, I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> the like it still seemed in character, but like, uh, was it Denai Guerrera? Mm-hmm. Uh, her reaction was like different than the other reactions." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, it's just like a thing I noted, and when I read that later, I was like, "Oh, that's really funny," because she literally wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Uh, last, <laughs> like, last headed motherfucker. <laughs> correct, bald headed motherfucker. <laughs> bald headed motherfucker. <laughs> uh, uh, last spoiler thing I'm gonna say is I really like King Mbaku. I yeah, mean, that character growth low. arc yeah. is so fucking good. He's older. Mm-hmm. He's got some gray. He's wiser. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, just has become this powerhouse of a human being. Yeah. 100%. Ugh, sneeze. <laughs> and uh, him eating the carrot was really funny because he talked about that he's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Walking yeah, around eating the re- carrot. Reference to the first movie where I all the, uh, was it Clan Jabari is all vegetarians. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I will feed you to my children. Just kidding, we're all vegetarians. Um, yeah, very cool. Liked it. Um, yeah, I can't think of what else to say. It's just it's it, solid. Namor's um, like abilities and powers and fighting style felt uh-huh. very comic accurate. Yeah, I agree with that. Like he is the guy you. Do not fuck with, because <laughs> he will wreck your shit. Yeah, but then Black pa- uh, brand new Black Panther spanked him. So, kinda. Maybe it was just his hubris. Like I didn't think she'd figure out how to dry me out, even though I'm a fish. Or nobody's attempted it before. Sure, he's just shocked. Yeah, that insulation just really did him a disservice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Which is which is kind of the 
the whole point of Wakanda coming out. There was like, oh yeah, our uh, our insulation didn't you know didn't do us as as well as yeah. we thought it would. Um, so it's him kind of taking the opposite side of the same problem. Uh, I'll say this: since the last Spider-Man is the Marvel movie that I have enjoyed the most. Word. Fuck you. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Gore you. was a cool character. Christian. Gore, Gore the God Fuck Butcher you. was a very cool character. The movie as a whole didn't do it for me as much as Wakanda Forever. Fuck you. Uh, Christian, come. I've been rereading the uh, the Gore the God Butcher stuff in the comics. Uh-huh. It's like a five issue, like six issue sure. storyline. Uh-huh. But it's so really well done in nice. the books. That's good. It's, it's like it takes place in like three different times, so you're you're fast forwarding to like early younger Thor, current Thor, and then like end of the universe old oh, Thor, where like all that. of the other gods are dead and he's the only one left. Nice. Um, sitting on like the throne of an empty Asgard. Nice. All right. Uh, I want to throw out a bunch of Chris Hemsworth news. Okay. Uh, and I've got different. <laughs> there were many Chris Hemsworth stories I saw. Yeah. So I'm going to start with one, the new Limitless show, mm-hmm. which as I understand it is him like pushing the limits of his own body and like going to different. So now the reason oh, yeah. I bring this up is because the person that I got the newest dog from mm-hmm. that I got our, uh, our new dog um, fitting mm-hmm. from uh is like this famous free diver word and she set this world record uh in like 0203 and it was a big deal um because like oh like like not only did she, she set the record but like way farther than any man has ever gone tight and misogyny has to point that out and then <laughs> i went down this rabbit hole and like watched an interview of her on conan o'brien in 2003 mm. sitting next to seth green and i'm like this is very bizarre <laughs> because she's just you know the, the lady who's <laughs> who's dog, who guy got dog, dog from, from me like, okay, yeah. I like this kind of cool you know <laughs> The star fucker part of me is like, okay, kind of cool. Yeah. Big uh, house is starting to make some more sense. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, that's funny. Uh, she, uh, yeah, it, it all makes sense. That's all yeah. I'm going to say about it. I'm, I'm trying not to put out too many information. But I saw on yeah. Facebook all these posts of like her like on the red carpet of the show. And with, I'm like, okay, well, now I've really got to cozy up to her because I want to know what Thor smells like. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, I, I, all this is to say, like, I don't want to talk about TV shows, but because I'm of the smallest degree <laughs> separated from one of the people on the show, I want to say that uh, Marvel is worried that Chris Hemsworth's Limitless show might kill the Thor actor <laughs> and even halted production of the Disney Plus series after he injured himself. Ooh. The original, um, that's a different story. Hold on. Uh <laughs> But yeah, so they're like afraid because he is like doing the most yeah limit thing to his bodies, and he's it's like different shows with different people that have trained their whole lives to do one thing, yeah. and he's trying to do them all. Word. Oh, so he's getting like advice from each one of them on Word. how to do. The I thing think that I mastered kind of thing. Yeah. Word. Because I remember, uh, yeah, even um, we had sort of previously talked about how uh, uh, Tenoch Huerta, who uh, who plays Namor. Um, like didn't know how to swim, swim when he signed up for the movie. Um, but then like during training, could like hold his breath for five yeah. minutes, so he could do like long underwater sure. takes, and like now really just enjoys like the calm of being underwater for long periods. You know who else can't swim? Hmm. Andy Circus. Yeah. 
God damn it. I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of that statement. I'm just proud of it. Uh, Chris Hemsworth also says... Hashtag if you know, you know. That's right. Chris Hemsworth is ready to say goodbye to the M- MCU. He wants mm. Thor's next MCU appearance to be his last and possibly have the God of Thunder die. Um, I'm guessing that would happen in Secret Wars. Right. Here's his quote. <laughs> you're, wa- you're, you're waking up worrying... Is the film going to work? Have I let people down? Did I do a good enough job? Did I promote it properly? Are the fans responding? Mm -hmm. Just all the stuff I like to think I'm beyond, but it's a very tricky thing to care about something so much to put your heart and soul in it and then let go and not care about the result. Mm. And he's got a good point. It's like, yeah, if I suck in this movie, (laughs) then people don't get future jobs. Yeah. Or people. Especially when when your character is the name of the movie. Right. If you're an Avengers, who gives a fuck? Okay. So so I guess, yeah, he's, he's talking. Thor mainly movies. about Thor movies. That's a that's my assumption. Yeah, which he's the only one to have gotten four of them so far. Right. So, and now with all uh, this Hemsworth news, he <laughs> said this in an interview uh, that the that the original six Avengers have a text chain. Nice, and I really like that. And that um, he said the original Avengers maintain a text thread, and Chris Hemsworth reveals how the cast reacted to Chris Evans becoming the sexiest man alive. <laughs> and they were all really innocuous, like, oh, they're all just poking fun and stuff. But like, boy, to read that fucking text thread, <laughs> boy, to be on that fucking text thread and just see what these fucking uh, absolute <laughs> legends talk about. I just thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and apparently, the one that's the lewdest. <laughs> and the one that like he can't talk about what he writes is um Jeremy Renner. Which is <laughs> yeah. funny to me. <laughs> uh, a new report reveals that the massive budget for Universal's upcoming Fast X Fast Ten mm, Fast okay. X uh will reach almost as high as Avengers Endgame's three hundred and fifty six oh, million price tag with a three hundred and forty million dollar uh Jesus Christ price tag. Now, I thought this would be fun. I will pay for us to go to the Chinese buffet. <laughs> Next time we go, if you tell me what was the most expensive movie ever made with a budget of $400 million. Oh, fuck. I will um... give you, I'll give you three guesses. And if you get any of them, I'll pay for the next trip to uh, Chinese buffet. Unless Kyle sends us money. Oh, man. Uh, all the budget stuff I've been reading lately have been like you can TV think shows. about it. We can we can, I can check back in at the end yeah. of the show if you want. Put it in the back of your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'll give you three guesses. You're not gonna get it. <laughs> oh, it's gotta be something that went through like massive reshoots. <laughs> I like I, solo I a Star that. Wars story. I can't talk about that. <laughs> um, but if you were gonna yourself make a movie, you would need millions of dollars, and the way you could do that is by winning the lottery. Mm. And sometimes the lottery <laughs> has loopholes. Yeah. Like in the real story, Jerry and Marge go large. Brian Cranston, Annette Benning, and Rain Wilson star in Jerry and Marge Go Large, inspired by a true story. A retiree named Jerry Selby discovers a mathematical loophole to win the lottery. Him and his wife Marge use their winnings to revive their small hometown. But when a selfish college student cheats the system, Jerry must find a way to make the game fair for all. By Jerry and Marge Go Large on Blu-ray today, directed by David Frankel, rated PG-13. Do you have oh, any man. guesses yet? I thought you were subtly giving me a clue that it was a. I am it was ne- the, the movie called The Lottery that nope. came out a little nope, while ago. Not even. That was my excellent, amazing segue <laughs> in my ad read. Um, all right, 
filmmaker uh, turned author Quentin Tarantino uh-huh. reveals that the the one Marvel movie that he would make uh, <laughs> and the character he would choose, uh, and it's Fury. He wants to do a prequel about yeah the Harry Commandos, right? Well, he wants to work with Samuel L. Jackson because that's his dude. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he wants to do a Nick Fury movie. Um, and here's something I've really learned. <laughs> to, to no surprises because i have you know the car and i have xm and i'm listening to all these howard stern interviews or just all these interviews <laughs> with quentin tarantino he is fucking insufferable oh yeah he might be one of the worst people to, to interview on the face of the planet he has permanent cokehead conversation yeah oh i was gonna point out <laughs> that every 10 seconds <laughs> yeah it's just this constant loudest inhale through the nose and it's only loud because of the deviated septum because of the coke burns now do i love tarantino movies absolutely oh yeah would i would i interview him if i had the chance on the show sure Mm -hmm. but he is fucking insufferable (laughs) god is he the fucking authority on everything he talks about boy do i dislike <laughs> listening to interviews with Quentin Tarantino. I'm not going to say I dislike him. I'm going to say I do not like his interview. I do not like his interviews because he's always doing that and it's fucking annoying. Yeah. Paying money to listen to this. Ridiculous. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld gives an update on the progress of his Netflix film Unfrosted, a fictionalized comedic retelling of the invention of Pop-Tarts. Quote, Netflix is watching it today for the first time after I just finished editing it. Then we'll see where it's at next week. It should be out early next year, I think. There is no story, but there are a couple elements that are true that we use just to begin the story, which is that Post came up with this idea and Kellogg's heard about it and said, we have to do the same thing. And then I kind of told the story as the right stuff with NASA versus the Soviet Union. Word. I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm down to watch a movie about Pop-Tarts. Cool. If I'm going to watch Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, mm-hmm. I'll definitely sit through a Pop-Tart movie. Do you have any guesses yet? I do. Okay. Is Guess it number one. Glass Onion and Knives Out story. It is Onions not Glass Onion and Knives Out. That's a good question. Oh, but I kind of like, want to look it up because I think now... They, they paid like $500 million for the rights to the next two Knives Out movies. So presumably 250 of that up. would be the... One that's about to that's come out. That's such a good guess. Let's Ugh. see if their budget's listed. Ugh. It says budget $40 million. Okay, so it was like 250 for the rights, and then they only spent 40 sure. making it. Sure. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> fuck you. So yeah, keep, fuck I you. keep thinking about the fucking fuck Rings of Power series that cost like half a billion fuck dollars. You. Fuck you. I'm going to put that every wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to it's it's gonna be like really is what it's gonna be yeah it's i'm like be, it's not a, a blockbuster no it's, and i'm trying to think like oh did it cost them that much to get all of those like a-listers in um you've watched i know you've watched it that's the only thing i can that's the only hint i can give you oh, fuck uh this was almost I mean, is it like the fucking snyder cut no. <laughs> like, uh this is I'll, I'll, i'm gonna give you a time frame this is the last thing i'm gonna give you is that it was made in the 2000s. Oh. So that between, much money in the 2000s. So between 2000 and now, $400 million. God All damn. Right, uh, this was almost my news to lighten the moods. It was a uh, comedy actor, writer, and producer Seth Rogen 
reveals that his mother once tried to help get one of his movies greenlit by emailing the studio head. <laughs> Quote, my mother, I guess, had the email. She asked me what I'm doing, and I had been writing a movie with my partner, Evan Goldberg, for years. She read the script and really liked it, and we kept hearing if they were going to make it. We kept we kept not hearing if they were going to make it. Then she called me one day, and she's like, somehow I have the email of the head of the studio. I'm going to email him and tell him to make your movie. And I was like, okay, go for it. Honestly, like, I've always heard nepotism is a big thing in Hollywood. I've never gotten to participate in that in any way. And I thought, yeah, email the head of the studio. And she did it, and it did not work. I think you should put my son's movie. Yeah. What's this, the matter with you? You're so thin. I don't think that's how nepotism works, but fuck it. Go for right? it. <laughs> my it a son's shot. a very smart boy, and you're going to make his movie. Yeah. I'm going to call him the favor with Uncle Harold. <laughs> right? That's funny. Send him a box of black and whites. Send him a box. Send him some knishes. I like that. Just old Jewish mother. He's a bright young boy. Uh, this is an interesting story. Uh, Brendan Fraser shares that he won't attend the Golden Globes if he is nominated due to his history with the Hollywood foreign uh, press association, uh, he alleges, and of course mm-hmm. we believe him former H FPA president, Philip Burke groped and assaulted him at a Beverly Hills hotel luncheon in 2003, which Burke has since denied. Uh, mm-hmm. last year, Burke was expelled from the Hollywood foreign press association <laughs> due to using racist language and in internal email. But before that, he was a member of the organization for 44 years. Mm-hmm. Fraser reports that the former president's misconduct has affected his life in a myriad of ways, making it, uh, making it a natural assumption that the actor would not desire to attend the golden globes <laughs> after his expulsion quote. Yeah. I have more history with the Hollywood Foreign Press Association than I have respect for the Hollywood Associ- Press <laughs> Association. No, I will not participate. It's because of the history that I have with them. And my mother didn't raise a hypocrite. You can call mm. me a lot of things, but not that. Uh, I have not found out if Brendan Fraser's uh, mom has ever <laughs> s- emailed or <laughs> called the, yeah. about, <laughs> about getting the movies done. But yeah, fuck that dude. Fuck yeah, the Golden Globes. That was, that was the dude where... People were like, oh, hey, uh, we just found out that there's you. not a single black member yeah, that. Of, of, the, <laughs> of this organization. And also, you're the guy sending emails out to everybody saying real shitty shit about uh, the BLM Fuck movement. You. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Bullshit. Yeah. I um, <laughs> read an article and they kept uh, misspelling the acronym. They were like flipping letters around right. um, a bunch of times in it, and I almost like wanted to comment to correct them. Like, no, you know what? Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Make it less Googleable for those pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, director Francis Lawrence opens up about wanting to push for a hard R rating for Constantine too. Yeah. The Keanu Reeves led sequel to 2005's Constantine. So I rewatched Constantine after all this news came out. It needs the hard R. Yeah, it is like it's dark. It looks great. It's gritty. It's ahead of its time. But like the language is very, you know. Yeah. Stuff it. You know. <laughs> Go yeah. to hell. Yeah. Forget like, you. They, they clearly wrote it as an R, and then instead of right writing more clever dialogue, they just did like the TV version of the dialogue. This is what happens <laughs> when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> yep. Do you see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens? <laughs> 
Do you see what, <laughs> you see what happens when you find a stranger you in the end? Kind of mother clucker. That. 100% <laughs> that. And I'm like, it needs the hard R. Yep. A major... This was almost my... um. There's light in the mood, too. Uh, a major Spider-Man producer doesn't hold back when he blasts the Marvel Studios and Sony deal, which allows the web slinger to appear in the MCU. Uh, Avi Arid... Is that how you say it? Oh, Avi Arad. Avi Arad. Yeah. Well, they did it for the money. Terrible. <laughs> like giving your kids away for adoption just because you're not sure what to do with them. Yeah. Avi Boy Arad. has Spider-Man suffered by being in the MCU. <laughs> yeah. And my He's, first thought. That okay. guy is, his name's all over every bad X-Men movie. Yeah. Like all over all of the worst superhero films. Like the garbage you produce was not from money. Like any of that shit is art. You <laughs> stupid you. motherfucker. Yep. And I don't even like the Spider-Man that much, but it's way better than Venom's nice TV. Yeah. How dare you say Sony <laughs> did it for the money when we could have had you know Sony on what? Bing? Well, welcome to the movie business. Yeah. You don't pay gajillions of dollars for properties to not make money off of them right you don't pump 250 million dollars into making a movie not expecting to make a giant profit back and i think my biggest (laughs) point is yeah they did it for money of the movie ticket sales versus money of the sony vio tv (laughs) product placement you stupid motherfucker (laughs) boy am i ashamed of all jews everywhere because of you you dumb motherfucker hey guess what the only reason sony has the rights to spider-man and they didn't want them to revert back to marvel Mm -hmm. is so that they can make money (laughs) dumb motherfucker spider-man is is consistently sony's biggest money maker property and they had nothing to do with creating. <laughs> they just own the rights. <laughs> a hero will save us. I'm not gonna stand here and wait. Oh, so many buzz cuts on those. Oh, <laughs> those I know. Early I, albums. Of... <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw this really good um, reel that was like, if they had made a Lord of the Rings in like a certain year, it was like the very end of Fellowship of the Ring, mm-hmm. and then it ends with a uh, you know, Lincoln Parks, what I've done. <laughs> what I've done. I thought that was pretty funny. All right. Uh oh, it's time for Dan News. You know it now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Here's something you! I know uh, you, what you wanted to talk about. Um. Oh, yeah. What's your second <clears throat> guess? Ah, oh, fuck. Do you have one? Um. It is a disaster movie. It like is a Roland Emmerich style. No. Okay. I will say that there is a mega. Uh... Hold on. Hold on. Let me think about how to say this. No, it's not a disaster movie. All right. <laughs> I have to Google it, but I did not see because I, I, I'll give you another hint before the last one, but I don't want it to be too obvious. Um,. So you know how we've been talking lately about um, the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. may- maybe starting up again or not? Yeah. And who's probably <laughs> who's going to be starring in them? Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, it is not going to be Margot Robbie. <laughs> okay. She, um, she had been working with uh, the studio for a while um, trying to get uh, a starring role in the next Pirates movie. Yeah. 
Um, and she had a, uh, uh, quote this week it was, uh, we had an idea. We were developing it for a while, ages ago, um, to have a more female led, not totally female led, but just a different kind of story, uh, which we thought would have been really cool, but I guess they don't want to do it. Boo. My <laughs> buttons aren't working now cause I unplugged them. Do you hear that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> not the marks. <laughs> Uh, what is happening here? I fucked up my buttons. How is that even possible? What is happening? Oh, that's such a weird noise. My button. Oh, I got just the right ear out of that one. What is happening? What? (laughs) All right, continue with your stories while I work on this. (laughs) <laughs> so uh yeah that's not happening um in in other news of uh movies that are happening uh-huh uh somebody tweeted at uh james mangold uh-huh um when when can we expect the next promotional piece for indy 5 right and he replied less than 30 days oh so fancy so they did say promotional piece we're thinking that means probably trailer, maybe, maybe teaser. teaser. Um, but hopefully in the next uh, couple of weeks, we're going to get some footage. I want to care more about Indiana Jones films. I just don't <laughs> right now. I just don't. I'm more excited that James Mangold is doing it. That it's okay, not yeah. another, like, just Lucas Spielberg. Right. Still a lot of touch with it. Doing more jumping a fridge from a nuke thing. And that's why we don't make cuts on the show. <laughs> you really uh, let me play. Uh, this was my fault. The, the button stopped working. <laughs> hey, hey, Keith. Yeah. Did you know the cables have two ends? <laughs> and that, and that, when, when you when you unplug both of the ends, and then you, you you just try to fix the one, you got you gotta look at the other one sometimes. <laughs> Stupid bitch. I lose some weight. So this is episode 215, and I haven't figured out that kid. was because I pulled my phone away uh-huh. to look up the movie, and I pulled the other side. You know what? We don't need to go through this. Players fuck up. Players fuck up. I'm going to fuck everything up for the next couple episodes now, I bet. All right. Uh, what else you got? Uh, have you watched the uh, Weird yet? I haven't, but you know what I finally watched? Mm. Meandering. I watched everything everywhere all at once. Oh, how'd you like it? Uh, it wasn't. I think it was too hyped up for me. I thought it was okay. great. Really funny. Amazing use of multiverse. But it's like, mm-hmm. I think it was really, really hyped up for me. And I'm also going to say, both dogs were being extra fucking annoying. So every time oh, I was trying to yeah. get into it, I had some dog chomping on my ear or mm-hmm. making a loud noise or begging to go outside. But I did really, really like it. I need a second watch now that I have. um, But I also say that in the offices of the largest music festival in the (laughs) world, this high raised downtown, two different desks had like these promotional package of hot dog fingers, (laughs) which makes me think that it probably premiered at this festival. Uh, I believe it did. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. Russo Brothers produced. I mean, I, I did really, really like it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was me. I haven't seen yes, weird. Yeah, uh, weird. 
Um, hey, yeah, premiere at, at this something by something fest, March eleventh, twenty twenty two. Something by something fest is where <laughs> is where I work, <laughs> and a very fun job. Yeah, yeah hey. Cardinal Directions. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <clears throat> um, in the uh, in the movie Weird, um. Of course, Daniel Radcliffe plays a uh, young Weird Al. Eat it! Um, and Eat it! For the parody of the movie, of doing like a parody of biopics, um, uh-huh. they always knew whoever was going to play Weird Al was going to be lip syncing, and it was sure. just going to be the Weird Al recordings. Um, <laughs> mostly due to, um, what was it, a Bohemian Rhapsody, Rami Malek. Uh-huh. Uh, definitely didn't sing any of that on camera. Um, and uh, Weird Al was talking uh, with Polygon um, when they asked about, like, you know, Daniel Radcliffe's a good singer, so what was that decision like? I mean, he's a Broadway star. Oh. Yeah. See, that doesn't necessarily to me mean singer because there's plenty of, like, plays. Oh, yeah. No, it was, like, musical, yeah. uh, musical theater. Sang right into that horse dick, tell you what. <laughs> says, uh, um, Weird Al says, that was something we agonized over. Sure. Um, Eric and I both felt a tinge of regret once we heard Daniel sing. I mean, we knew he was a great singer. He's a Broadway star. Um, but on the set, he would sing along with the pre-recorded tracks. And Eric and I would look at each other and go, did we make a mistake here? Yeah. The, yeah. the trouble was always was that it's it's a biopic thing for people to be lip syncing because it's good. Um, and it was famously done by Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, we just thought it's, that's kind of the joke here. That's part of the joke, but man, Daniel would have killed it either way. You know who doesn't lip sync their parts in a movie? Hmm. Leah Thompson and Howard the Duck. <laughs> she <laughs> yep. really sang those movies. <laughs> here in Honka City. Uh, and funnily, uh, Emma uh, Watson yeah. <laughs> didn't lip sync. They just auto tuned the shit Dude, out of her. Dude, she's sucking Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Boy, the only good part of that movie was Josh Gad. Uh, <laughs> it's one of my biggest life regrets in the world that I didn't get to see Equus on Broadway. Because mm. now that I'm in a place in my life where I could afford to fly to New York and pay the mm. money and see this thing, I want to see Daniel Radcliffe's dick as he lays <laughs> on a horse. <laughs> like, if you could go, like, w- years back mm-hmm. and just be like, throw dartboards at weird shit, like, Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> penis, horse. Yeah. yeah. Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Um, and then, I guess, uh, rounding us out with all of the Harry Potter actor stories, uh-huh. uh, Maddie Baloney strikes again. Hey, 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 I'm Maddie Baloney. <laughs> uh, Puck.News writer Matthew Baloney, which I looked up, it's pronounced Baloney. Is it really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> B-E-L-L-O-N-I. Let's go get a water ice. Let's go down the shore. I'm Maddie Baloney. <laughs> Uh, he is reporting this week that Warner Brothers Discovery had David Zaslav uh, wants more Harry Potter movies, in parentheses, that aren't Fantastic Beasts movies. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> they canceled the shit out of Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Um, but specifically, he wants to retool uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child uh, to be a sequel to the original franchise. Something that you can put Harry Potter right. and the on the marquee again. Sure. Um, the Curse of Child was written by uh, Jack Thorne, 
Ah. Um, not, not she uh, who author, will not be named. List. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I looked into other stuff that he wrote because I was like, well, if it's just like a playwright, then you know, you, you got to get a screenwriter on this. Um, but he's written a bunch of movies and TV shows. Uh, oh. Most recently, both of the uh, Anola Holmes movies oh. for Netflix that uh, Miller Bobby Brown's yet. in. Yeah, um, I haven't seen him yet either, but I've heard good things. Sure, and it got a sequel. <laughs> so, that doesn't mean fuck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, Doug- for for Netflix to make more of it, because right. oh, <laughs> they cancel good stuff all the time. Maddie Baloney <laughs> wants more sequels. <clears throat> And um, he's also show running um, a show called uh, His Dark Materials. Oh, yeah. That's the Golden Compass show. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. based on a novel trilogy uh, for uh, BBC One starring Daphne Keene, who is uh, X-23 from Logan. Yeah. Is, wait, is that not the... It's the I, Golden I Compass a, thing, yeah. Right? I don't think it's related, actually. Oh, hold on. I gotta look it up now. Yeah. That's a... Um, like a novel trilogy... That was a the third book I think was written like a year or two ago. I really thought it was the the TV version of Golden Compass. Well, fuck me in the ass. Mm -mm. There may be a similarly titled thing that is that. No, the Amber Spyglass, based on the Amber. (laughs) That's I mean that's the third book of this trilogy. Hey, yeah, Amber Spyglass. (laughs) You got Golden Compass. Look. We gotta get to where we're going, and we gotta do it in fancy ways. I'm Maddie yeah. Baloney, <laughs> but yeah, I guess the, I guess the point is, it, it dude knows how to uh, sure. take take an existing property and make you know right. new adaptations from it. Uh, and also, you know, there's all those articles about every Harry Potter kid being like, yeah, if the if it was the right material and the right money, I'd come back. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they've all had their balls tickled about. Mm. You're all coming back for this, right? <laughs> yeah, so, and yep. there's there's the weird part of like. The in the play of the Cursed Child, they recast Hermione as a with a black actress. As she's like, written in the book, correct? Yeah, which is awesome. Right. So it's like you're gonna piss people off, even if you brought Emma Watson back, being like, "Well, this was the story with the black Hermione." Right. And then if it's a another actor entirely, you're gonna piss off people. So it's like they're <laughs> damned if they do yeah. anything with the property. Do, look, I do really love Emma Watson, but I do think it'd be funny to have all the original ones mm-hmm. and then not <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah, try, try to get the actress from the play. Yeah, it's gonna be like you know yeah. Roseanne when they switch Beckys. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> yeah, is that it? Yeah. Um, oh, and one last thing, Tell real me. quick. Um, because there are parental controls now on Disney Plus, right? The new upgraded uh, 4K remaster of Splash has got butts in it again. Yay! <laughs> Daryl Hannah's sort of, you can kind of see it, but for a half a second <laughs> in the middle of the movie. Hallelujah. It's back so in the innocuous. movie. <laughs> Really is. It's, it's like less than you'd see on Bachelor in Paradise. And they're, just, yep. they're real hardcore. Yep. Disney. Good. <laughs> Splash. That's Dan News. Yeah, fucking mermaid. She only wants fucking legs so she can spread them. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's not even my joke. That's not my joke. All right. Uh, what are we doing? What part of the show are we at now? I'm tired. <laughs> Why the fuck do we need this in the world 
I, I'm going to give you a hint okay. about the movie. Oh, fuck. I stopped thinking about it while I was doing it is tang- It is tangentially related to the first story in Dan News. Oh, which one did I do first? Margot Robbie. <laughs> oh. And the movie franchise that she may have been a part of. Tangentially. Yeah. So is it a Johnny Depp movie? It is most all right. It is most definitely a Johnny Depp movie. What the fuck? Okay, no, not tangentially. It is related to that story. I'll tell you that. I mean, was it? What, pirate, oh, pirate, pirate. hold it, hold it till the end. Hold it till the end. Okay. But think about it. <laughs> all right. Uh, of all the movies, I don't need a fucking sequel to. Half Baked is one of them. Oh yeah. So Half Baked Two is happening, but. I'm kind of on the fence because I don't need to see the same cast doing the same shit. I don't necessarily want a reboot of that universe because it's one fucking movie. However, Mm. uh, it will feature Rachel True reprising her role as Mary Jane. Word. And so I'm like, okay, if they do this as like Mary Jane's like story to move towards like, okay, Medical marijuana, uh, marijuana is very beneficial to society, and I can mm. maybe she works at a dispensary now. If it's just about her and her travels, because I, uh, sh- the actress who is Rebecca, uh, Rachel True uh, was also in the craft. Where you ever saw the craft? Yeah, Life's yeah. Feather stuff is a part. We are the weirdos, Mister. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so far, the only confirmed person returning is her as a main character, and Harlan <laughs> Win- uh, Williams just as a cameo. Okay. I'm not a fish. I'm a man. <laughs> Butter stuff. Butter nuts. <laughs> hey, girl, you it's hungry? The, Fuck the, you. The rocket man himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm really on the fence. And I really don't need a sequel to Half Baked. But if they take a really good original take on it and it's about Mary Jane and her journey uh, and her relationship to marijuana, I'm like super into it. Word. That's it. All right. It's time to lighten the mood before we go. All right. <clears throat> What's your guess? Was it Pirates 3? It was not Pirates uh. 3. So you no know, but so no Chinese buffet, but <laughs> uh bragging rights. Can you try to guess? Is it Pirates 2? <laughs> it is not Pirates 2. It's the first Pirates. It is not the first Pirates. <laughs> Four. It is oh, Pirates of the Caribbean the... on Stranger Tides with a $410 million budget. For fucking real? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. One of the worst fucking movies, uh, but it made over a billion dollars. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Quit yep. beating this dead horse when it stops spitting out money. Okay. Good God. Following her role in The Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan hilariously recalls how former Disney CEO Michael Eisner thought she actually had a twin. Uh. Hi, I'm Michael Eisner. <laughs> I'm the head of one of the biggest companies on the planet and one of the biggest movie studios. And I don't know fucking CGI when I see it. Is that? What? Well, I think those movies are also too early for CG. Are they? I think that was just your your standard old split screen. Yeah. Uh, But how um, fucking funny. I laughed so hard. Just how a old person just talks to a child. 
He's like, oh, wow. Oh, I thought I thought there were two of you. No. I, and that's just like how you remember the conversation like as the, a child. No, I think he's stupid old and crotchy. He's like, where's the other one of you? <laughs> I know there's two. I saw it in the talkie. <laughs> I saw there was two of you. Where's the other one? Or maybe because it's, it's such a movie trick to hire twins for right. like like mirror scenes and like surely it was cheaper to just get a set of twins <laughs> yeah what the fuck are we spending money on all these body doubles for twins already have a body double <laughs> go get those army hammer twins that did the winkle vice <laughs> yeah. the olsen twins they just made it get, get, yeah. game red hair right <laughs> yeah and you get a third one you squeeze some money out of that i just I thought that was funny maybe more funny uh weird than haha yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you got anything to add to the show? Uh, What's your opinion on the highest uh, or the most expensive movie of all time be? That's insane. Stranger Tides. That when did that movie come out? 2011. 2011. Man, that's a lot of fucking money. It's a lot of fucking money. I mean, I guess when you remember like... that Waterworld's entire set was washed away. Yeah, or that that's t- like the kind of thing I was thinking of. Like that they have to like re. Nope. redo like right. like that's why i thought like solo because they were like oh they shot 70 percent of the movie and then fucking scrapped it right <laughs> like, or i think about on a star wars budget <laughs> titanic when the entire cast yeah second they shut down production or any covid movie nope. yeah on stranger tides which i i vaguely remember the uh plot of Oh, it's, um, extremely vaguely. It's Blackbeard me. wants the Fountain of Youth. Oh, uh, right, the Fountain of Youth one. Yeah, he he tricks uh, with the daughter f- fighting on the big wheel. No, that was no, that, that's two. That, that's two. Fuck. That's two. That's Dead Man's Chest. Wow, which was a practical effect, by the way. They yeah. fought on that fucking wheel. Yeah. All right. Let's... There was there was like one effect shot. It was like. When it runs over Johnny Depp to get him in. Oh, sure. Yeah. That was like the one shot that they were like, yeah, that was composited in, of but course. the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Of that 400 million, I imagine 100 million of it went to him. Yeah. 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 That had to be like contract negotiation like crazy. Also, uh, yeah, because he was done with the trilogy. Yeah. Man. It was uh, like, these movies make a billion dollars. Fucking pay yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> the, the running theory, by the way, is the reason they canceled the Margot one. It's because they're going to let him back into the new real one. Mm, okay. Which is shitty. I'd yeah. rather have the Margot Robbie one. All right. Uh, thanks so much to everyone who listened <laughs> to this weird episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you lost that uh, yeah, challenge. Fuck pay for my own goddamn food uh you should have any <laughs> thoughts concerns criticisms or sponsorship opportunities or reviews i kind of like that <laughs> now send us some money so we can both eat for free yeah <laughs> kyle give us more money hippie <laughs> hater give us some money uh at five by five film at gmail.com find us on facebook with all red hot memes at five by five of the movies thank you dan benjamin and the entire team at fireside we'll see you next week with another five by five of the movies roll, roll credits, credits. Stupid bitch! Bitch! You're a stupid bitch. Belloni. 
<laughs> Baloney. Oh, what is Oh, what if instead of Northeast Italian, he's like actually Italian? Yeah, this is, yeah. Huh. Baloney. Baloney. My name is Matthew Baloney. Abandanza. I'm making the pasta. I stretch the pasta. I eat the fettuccine and the meatball. Hey, it's me, Chris Pratt. Here's the Spanish Argentina version. Baloney. Still baloney. Balo What's this music in the background? Baloney. 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 You stupid bitch, sing with me. You That's enough of that.